a small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Village in Crisis with me, Neil McDermott, and my esteemed colleague in LA, Mr. Big Time, Eric Lampere. Eric, how are you? Um, I'm great, especially when you call me Mr. Big Time. There's something about that pseudonym that really does bring a lot of confidence in one's aura. Is that the right I'm, word? Yeah, I'm here for you. Mr. Big Time. Oh, what what would be your nickname? Ah, Mr. Like Mr. Pathetic was the first thing that came to mind. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's a fair representation of who you are, but that is the first thing that comes to mind, and one should trust one's own instinct. How about Mr. Snivel? <laughs> Mr. Snivel, snivelly snivels. <laughs> Snivel, Neil, Snivel. Oh, Can I you see. get Neil into Snivel. Yeah. Snivel. Nah. Just Mr. Mr. Pathetic Snivel. Yeah. Why don't you tell us, because I'm, I'm sure you're done. I know this isn't a podcast about your your travel show, but it seems to be edging ever closer. The day oh, and seems you know to me, be I, I love edging. Upon I love edging. <laughs> yeah, edging and rimming. Um, tell us about it. What's happening? Is it is it 100 percent on? It's on. It's, it's happening. I leave. I, I start filming in five days. It's five very, days yeah what what are, what are, how the winds can change uh, the people that have been following us on this podcast uh, might remember me from <laughs> almost last week but the, the, the early weeks i was a mess you were in uh, a dark place eric dark old place and um and somehow managed to 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 crawl out thanks to uh, my valiant effort but mainly the universe being kind to me mm. yeah, it's been good so i'm excited man i think really you're fun. under underselling my role there i think i've been that guardian angel that appears sometimes when yeah when you when you need oh. them you know to really oh. give you that pick me up you know the old cheer up mate here and there oh, that's true that every time I, you know not every time but i mentioned a couple of times that you know depression was really difficult and your your instinct was straight to go cheer up i'll just yeah. cheer up mate yeah, yeah, and actually, weirdly, that worked. It actually <laughs> worked because uh, it's really not the advice that you should give someone uh, who has depression. But but from your mouth, it was it it was words of wisdom and medication. Mm. I'm very grateful for that, mate. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm very excited for this road trip. Um, I will say that the schedule is so very tight that. Um, I have no idea if I'll be able to do the podcast along the way, but um, you did say that you you stabbed one of your best friends in the back, and so potentially you can pull that knife out. Yes, I've been I've I've noticed your social media updates this week with the giddy excitement about your motorbike trip. So I have prepped him to come in. I was going oh, to um, surprise you today with him to do like a ten minute crossover intro. Oh man, um, that would have been lovely. It would have been lovely, but he wasn't available. So that's ah. 
that's well, that's not a good sign. That is not a good sign. If you can't be no. bothered to make an effort with the star of the podcast, then <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I, I think I think this podcast is quite therapeutic for you. So I think even in your tight schedule, you'll find an hour here and there to record. Hopefully. I mean, if not, what I'll do is I'll send you little voice voice memos, voice bites, and uh, you can do what you will with it. Oh, that's... You're, you're a perv. You, you love you love looking into other people's business. Yeah. So I thought I'd give you some of my business. I'd I'd let you rummage through my bins. Okay. Okay. Well, that's exciting. What? Where are you starting? What state are you starting your road trip in? Well, I'm in California, so starting in California, uh, Hawaii, and mm. back in Cali, and Oregon, Washington, Alaska. Um, what are you going to yeah. do day one? What's the subject of day one on the trip well day one we're, we're filming a little bit with the, the producer and uh it's mainly to familiarize myself with the crew so we've mm. got two camera um cinematographers one assistant who'll be doing sound and stuff as well and then uh me and i'm both in front of camera and i have to collect everything that we've put together behind camera because i'm editing it as well eventually mm. down the road well not like not editing as in an editor but editing as in a director so yeah. um it's 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 pretty fucking exciting but it's going to be a lot of work and uh so i think day one is just practicing just get mm. just getting some b-roll do you know what b-roll is um, yeah, bog roll Oh, in true podcast fashion, we've fucking lost Eric here. He's frozen on the screen. Oh, he's back. He's back. I'm back. Yeah. So uh, we've we got to B-roll. I suggested it might be bog roll. Uh, <laughs> B-roll is all that uh, footage that they use in documentaries that will go over narration. So it's right. all like establishing shots of the city, etc., etc. So are you going to go out to the desert and take psychedelics with Native Americans? You know what? I'm 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 bound to do something along those lines, uh, yeah. but I, who knows? Who knows what will unfold in front of me? It's yeah. very difficult. To, it's very difficult to prepare for a story that I don't know how it'll turn out. Like I I barely know the beginning. How can I know the ending? So wow, that's deep, man. Yeah, yeah. That kind, that you should stuff is, you should yeah. have that. That should that should make the documentary. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe I'll just use this podcast. Yeah. As, At least mention the podcast. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. 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 I can arrive. I, I can arrive. Oh, somewhere and be like, well, this this seems like a village in crisis. This. Yeah. This place. I, I almost feel Eric, and I don't know if I'm being oversensitive, but right. I almost feel that sometimes you're ashamed of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no shame. I love it. I really like it. It's a it's a weird little. Well, um, fucking promote it then. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, a naughty little secret. Mm. Oh, it's true. Mm. That I don't really promote much, do I? I'm not really no. much. I'm not much of a social media person. Well, get social media. Start promoting. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> should we've had this chat off off pod? No, no. Eric, will you please? Good. You've seen the true <laughs> side of Neil. Here. Yeah, it's good to see the true side of you. I think that the listeners want that. They want. They want to know the truth. 
They'll accept I've, you for who you are, you know. I've uh, I've over promoted, I would say. Oh, yeah. um, and I, I I mentioned, didn't I, that the cat is out of the bag. I have yeah. shat on my own doorstep um, in the village. Uh, I'll touch on this very quickly. I don't want to go into specifics, but I was confronted by an angry um, contributor to the podcast uh, this oh. time last week. I'd say exactly <laughs> oh. seven days ago. Wow. Oh, that's exciting. Mm. Oh, your life's definitely taking a little turn, isn't it? Yes. You're the star of the village. Infamous, maybe. Infamous. Infamous. Um, uh, what was the anger about? Uh, that I chose to include content that they were involved in. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, I suppose that, uh, like, if I was to put myself in their shoes, I would understandably feel irritated by a little twerp you know using my words mm. to then create content right i'd be like who's this little tiny hairy pathetic as as i used at the beginning twerp sniveling sniveling yeah who, who is that twerp is such a good word to describe you right? <laughs> like so i'd 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 at first be very frustrated and a bit angry and then i'd have to calm down and be like well i did post all of that online so it's not like he's been rummaging through my bins although i'd expect that i, I can i can see you doing that oh i could um, be a bin rummager yeah but you, you've not been been rummaging have you no no i've you, just been you found it online i've been airing dirty laundry um however i can understand people's uh, disappointment at uh, perhaps featuring but the pod yeah, goes the on is, you, you, the pod goes on but also like you do use a different name and I wonder if their anger is because they've, they're ashamed of their own behaviour well I don't wish to speculate well I want to speculate I love <laughs> speculating. It's one of my favorite things. Um, you know, because we do generally highlight just the the weird and ridiculous like assaults that people just ah, I've, I've got to have my opinion. Yeah. And it's often it's often the majority of comments is often uh, dare I say childish. But who who are we to say that something can or cannot be childish? We are yeah. doing this podcast. Well, we are voyeurs, and um, yeah, if if we upset people along along the way, then I apologise um, for any distress caused. Uh, um, boo! I I remove my apology. I will not apologise. And uh, also, don't categorise me as a voyeur. You said we are voyeurs. <laughs> You're the voyeur. And I just like comment and observe you. Uh, do you want to hear a bit of good news? Yeah, I'd love some good news. Um, somebody tweeted as saying there's some heartwarming village news for village in crisis. And it's um, Smiley Seal spotted in Ely becomes social media hit. There's seals in Ely? In the river. Um, 
Sophie Bell said if she had not glanced over at the seal, she would have thought it was a sandbag. Which I don't think really makes a great deal of sense. If she hadn't glanced over at it, she wouldn't have thought it was anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's not it's not a seal, it's a sandbag. No, it is a seal. A happy little what seal. What are seals doing in Well, I haven't got to the best bit yet. A happy little seal that's been basking in the sun on the banks of an inland river has become a hit on social media. Photos of the seal in Ely, nicknamed Neil. Oh. Neil the seal. Yeah, Do you like that? that? My name's Neil. Yeah, no, I got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's the seal. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so photos of the seal in Ely, nicknamed Neil. Yeah, mm. were posted after local rumours about it started to circulate. Right. Sophie Bell, who snapped the pictures, said seals are not common in the area, but gave the visit a seal of approval. Oh, that's great. That's it. There you know what? Go. The thing is, that seal of approval joke, I had it as soon as you mentioned sealed, and I was just waiting for the right time to, to use it. Um, but another lazy writer got, got mm. there before me. Yes, yes, that is lazy journalism. Um, that is what we are, lazy journalists. Um, so what's next? Um, other good news? Um, yeah, I know you well, like a bit of good news. Uh, somebody has posted in the village to about a new record um, for them. Five hedgehogs spotted in their garden. Bloody hell. That is actually quite a lot of hedgehogs. It is. I've never seen more than two, I think, in the, in the same place. Really? Yeah. No, five is a lot. If I looked out, the, I'd suspect they are up to something. Interesting. Yeah, you never know what the psychology of a hedgehog is like in a group. Um, I wonder if they have, like, a little hierarchy. You know, like apes. Mm. They, they have, like, a dominant or wolves and stuff like that. I wonder if, like, a, a, a pack of hedgehogs has a leader also what mm. is a group of hedgehogs called does it have Ooh. like a funny name oh, I'm, I'm going for bushel a bushel of hedgehogs oh i like that oh i like a bushel it's an array an array that's fantastic an array of hedgehogs uh i like that um yeah like if you if you spot that many hedgehogs that is worthy of mention have you, yeah. have you ever played that game Pokemon Snap on the no. N64? No, because I'm an adult. Um, well, you know, video games are for everyone. And, uh, you know. Oh, we've lost Eric here, which is probably good because it saved him from embarrassment. No, no, I'll, keep, back. no I'll keep I'll keep mentioning <laughs> the, the game. It's a great game. It, it was a, it's a, basically you play a naturalist who goes around the the landscape of the Pokemon world and you mm -hmm. have to get great pictures of the Pokemon. Um, and you get, you know, more points for the better pictures. Five hedgehogs. An array of hedgehogs. An array of hedgehogs. That would be maximum points for that game. Really? Yeah. Did that person take a picture of the five hedgehogs? I don't believe so. I don't understand why. Flabbergasted, I'd imagine. Oh, like so caught unawares that yeah. they were unable to consider. To they were capturing it with their with their minds and their soul. Yes. Fair enough. 
fair enough, which, actually. Which I like. Yeah, I like. But then, you know, now there's a part of me that goes, prove it. Yeah. I can just say, oh, well, you know what? I've got seven hedgehogs in my Yeah, back I've garden. got seven. You're full of shit, mate. I've got seven. <laughs> and I, th- I think that kind of behaviour is is uh, thriving in your village. We had Lots a hedgehog. each other. Well, I'm about to give a bit of one-upmanship. We had a hedgehog in our garden just before kind of hibernation time. Um, and it was out in the daytime, which is not good mm. for a hedgehog. So... We were a bit concerned about said hedgehog and took it to the vet um, uh, to see. Well, I thought maybe they'd just put it down and then I didn't have to deal with it anymore. But it turned out the hedgehog was quite healthy, but just a bit underweight. She took a big tick off it and squashed that in front of us, which was pretty grim. Um, But then she said, you need to overwinter it. So we then had to put this hedgehog in this little shed we've got in the garden with some hay and cat food and stuff um, to keep it over winter so it wouldn't die over winter. Anyway, this hedgehog was a cantankerous bastard. He did not want to, he didn't wish to be overwintered in the shed. He had other plans. So he ate the, um, ate the cat food, did lots of shits in the shed, but somehow managed to escape. And we never found a dead hedgehog, dead hedgehog in the garden, so I think he, he's been all right. Oh, good for him! That's a it's a beautiful story of of, mm. of you trying to help someone that didn't want help. Yeah, like in you. a way that's what you're. Well, I was going to say like the villagers. Yeah, in a way. Where, uh, you know, where, I like a I like a bit of innuendo, don't I? Um, in a post. That. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do you want to hear an innuendo post? Sure. Recommendations for someone to quote on removal of large root from old bush. Very nice. It <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, were, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You've got a large root in your old bush, have you? Yeah, you proud of yourself? Uh, I think it's a highlight. Great, good. Yeah, my um, friends have been listening to the podcast now. So um, what? Two, two. We've got two extra listeners. Yeah, two extra listeners. A fairly positive um, feedback, um, begrudgingly positive because that's how our friendship group works. Of course. So one of them said, oh, "I really didn't want to write this, but it's actually quite good." You know, along those lines. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I said, "Like, <laughs> like, like and review, like and review on Apple, please." Yeah, that is what friendship is now. Mm. It's <laughs> it's status domination. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, let's heal some more villagers then, hey? Let's uh, let's highlight their rude behaviour so that they can uh, become better people. Yeah, okay. Um, it starts this this week. It starts with Hannah. Hannah, there. You're right there. I had a I had a heavy day. I had a heavy day yesterday. Oh, did you have a heavy day, mate? What was it? it what did we you do? we had a memorial. <laughs> A game of football. So a friend of ours who died 22 years ago. Each year right. we have a game of football in his memory and then a big piss-up barbecue Bloody at our hell. house. He must have been lovely. Well, he's just didn't... I, I, if I died, honestly, next year, nothing. Nothing would happen. No? No, I don't think so. No, I don't have any of this. No, I just, all my friends, they're all like, 
those like fight club kind of friends you know not not the disposable ones but like i constantly travel around and mm. they're always like just around the world i have good friends but none of them are like connected mm. does that make sense i don't have like you know the the people that like stay in the village forever and they have yeah. nothing going on so then they yeah. have like they have to like they have to make friends with other people yeah um, yeah i don't have that oh okay well that must be very lonely for you <laughs> It kind of is, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we did that yesterday, had a big booze up, and now today I'm a little jaded, which is why <laughs> I cocked up the start of that thread. So should we start again? Uh, sure. How, well, I want to know, like, what what kind of drinking did you do? Like, what are we speaking here? Uh, beer. Uh, lads, lads, lads. Uh, beer. We had uh, a couple of Jaeger bombs, had some Sambucas. Oh, wow. Like, I love that you made fun of me for doing Pokemon Snap. And then you, who's like in his 70s or something, I don't know how old you are. <laughs> but like, you don't go, oh, we did a couple of Jaeger bombs. Mm. How old are you? 15. The Jaeger bus is coming and everybody's jumping. That's what I'd sing as I handed them out. Oh, really? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, can, I actually can, I can sort of see you having your own sitcom. Yeah. I really can, yeah, like, because you've got this sort of weird comedic timing um, that only stems from, like, someone who's, like, a, a, a loser, you know? And and it's, like, it's this loser that you hope has a really good character arc who eventually develops to become, like, a really sort of lovely person. But you just mm. don't, you, you don't see it coming, but hopefully that, that's what happens. Did you get out the wrong side of bed this morning? Because you're being a bit of a cunt to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually still in bed. Firstly, oh, well, that, um, that's the problem then. And I thought this is how friendships communicated <laughs> with you. Well, this is why you've only got transient friends. That's probably true, you know. Yeah, yeah. they move on. Are they move transient? on. They move on. And so do we. Um, to the thread. Here we go. Yeah. So this right. is it's uh, an old thread from around Christmas time. Um, and it's started by Hannah Helicopter. And she says, my daughter got a drone for Christmas and has lost it round our round our way. If anyone finds it, my daughter is so upset. So really hope it turns up. Uh, so I think that's yeah. a perfectly reasonable post don't you yeah i mean you know if you're gonna be buying a drone make sure you drive it properly uh, although i have actually lost a drone as well there you go well sue snide is the um first to uh to respond she says have you tried the police it's illegal to use one in a built-up area or within 150 yards of a built-up area so a finder <laughs> <laughs> so a finder might have handed it over to them it also has to be kept inside at all times, so she should know where it is. All right. Yeah, that is really snidey, Sue. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, have you have you committed a crime? Have you considered maybe handing yourself over to the police? <laughs> um, Hannah Helicopter responds to Sue and says, thanks, Sue, for your useful input. I mean, it is, it is I suppose, useful. Um. And then someone else comes in um, 
who I haven't created a name for, so they're just going to be someone else comes in um, to sue. And says, you haven't created a name. You can't think of a name right now. Susan Sauce. There we go. I mean, your level. Well, no, no, right. no, because I've had Sue Snide. Yeah, Sue and Sue and Susan, two different things. All right, Patrick Polyamorous comes in. <laughs> Kinky, Patrick. Patrick Polyamorous comes in. It says, Sue, I'm sure her child checked the legalities before using it. At least you took your time out. <laughs> at least you took the time sorry. out of your. <laughs> the, na- the name suddenly seems really inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're, poly- we're talking about polyamorous people and children. Uh, well, Patrick is, not us. Patrick is, yeah. Anyway, I'm sure her child checked the legalities before using it. At least you took time out of your Christmas to bless us with this useful insight. <laughs> oh people and Hella, Hannah Helicopter doubles down on that and says for goodness sake Sue she's 11 yeah 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 yeah, yeah why can't so, you let someone have have their fun as first to comment do you think Sue's thought oh, I shouldn't have bothered commenting on this what do you yeah, think I mean, you th- what you know People maybe need to take a deep breath before replying to anything ever. Mm. Like once it's out there, once it's said, it's said, and you might regret it. You know. Exactly. Um, well, I mentioned to you earlier this this post is a bit cobbled together because there was another post I had in mind that the poster has taken it down. So I wonder. See, the, the, the bit of village fame or infamy is dangerous because people start might start being a bit more careful about what they post. On Good. Facebook. I mean, in a way, isn't that the aim? It's a village in crisis, and, and we are. You are you are making people go. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have written that fucking stupid comment. Yeah, yeah, maybe because because and also like let, let's let's think about it like in a genuine psychological way, right? When someone behaves inappropriately. Right. And it could just be like as simple as like just being rude. Like, for example, you, I was being a bit of a dick with you. And then you said, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed today? You're being a bit of a cunt. Right. It, yes. it takes an outsider often to highlight a behavior that maybe needs to be stabilized. Right. Mm. Like, and so people forget. Right. People live in their own world. And then they sort of like write a comment from the comfort of their homes and someone replies a comment on like on the other side of the world right because even though it's the same village if it's on the other it's on the internet so people yeah. just behave rudely all it takes is for someone to go hey just so you know you're all a bunch of cunts to each other fix yeah. it um, and but what I we think this podcast maybe has done that mm. well but what we do need then and as we have stressed over and over again we need to build a community with our listeners. We need to hear from them. We need them to say, check out this post from our village. The content's out there, but we need... The content is out there. We need our researchers, don't we? Yeah, it'd be good to to hear about other people's villages. And, uh, but yeah, I mean... I want to hear about some dickhead in Whitchurch or some... Bell end in Brussels. I suppose what we don't want to become though is uh, Jeremy Kyle or Jerry Springer 
you know, where we just mock those who are having a tough time as well, because who knows, maybe they're behaving because they're misbehaving because of challenges in their life. But that being mm. said, you know, there's also going to be a, a line drawn in the sand. Like I remember once, like someone punched me and I remember I deserved that punch. Right. Because I was like behaving relatively rudely, not not too not not too outrageous that it deserved the punch, but still nonetheless, I was behaving rudely. They told me to stop it and I didn't. And then they mm. told me to stop it again and I didn't. And then they punched me and I went, Oh wait, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it takes sometimes an outsider for someone to just go, hey, we're just going to keep you in check. And I think that actually there's something kind of beautiful about how humanity has a way of self-regulating. We might not necessarily know that we're doing it, but we have to keep ourselves in check like apes. You know, there's a hierarchy. We're talking about these hedgehogs and stuff like mm, an array of hedgehogs. There is a, there is a hierarchy in humanity where we we go, hey, just you know, that behavior is fucking weird. Yeah, that's true. And I, and I think that this is what the podcast, in a way, did as soon as it was discovered in your village. And now if people are going, oh, maybe I shouldn't write that, that's them going, oh, was I going to write something that was cunty? Mm. Maybe I could breathe and write something that's actually helpful. Like, we, We've touched on this before, Eric, but are we heroes? Are we heroes? <laughs> I don't think a hero ever asks that of themselves. Um, but also we might be the anti-heroes, the ones mm. that are disliked but are, are creating value nonetheless for the society. Um, Danny Drone comes in. Um, he says, inspired gift to an 11 year old. Hopefully it didn't hurt anyone when it came down uncontrolled. Irresponsible use of drones spoils the activity for everyone. Well done, guys. Oh, guillotine. Right, yeah. he's in the guillotine room. Um, he then goes on to say, perhaps the responsible adult in charge of the 11-year-old should have checked out legal requirements before handing an airborne menace to a child. Is that a real comment? Yes. Airborne menace is a great, <laughs> is a <laughs> it great is, word it? for a drone. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, firstly, do people know that, like, drones aren't just used for, like, filming and stuff? It can be used for racing. Like, there's there's drone racers. Have you mm -hmm. seen some of those? Uh, I've seen a little... I mean, drones do not interest me whatsoever, to be honest. But I do no, like, like the footage that you get from them, uh, like, good cinematic shorts. I think we've touched on that. Yeah, before. yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. But there's also, like, um, like, footage of drone racing is really fucking awesome it's like is it? modern day star wars where you go oh is it oh yes it sounds really exciting yes right forget it <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah so i'll look it up yes it sounds it sounds fascinating <laughs> <laughs> am i getting a virtual punch through the uh... <laughs> uh no no i'm way calmer than that it, it would take a lot for me to be more hurt by that and a helicopter responds to Danny and she says, Danny, you seriously need to get a life, dude. You all complain about anything and everything. She's a child that was having fun on Christmas Day. Let me guess, you were never allowed out as a child and deprived of love and affection. But you say this is the thing, like, she's now losing as well the argument. Yeah. 
because she's like, well, you're fuck you. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. What like what I'm struggling with is finding it humorous that I can hear the pain in every single person that comments. <laughs> like, r- write each other fucking inspiring and beautiful, helpful things. It really yeah. is a village in crisis. Like, it is a village in crisis. That, you know, if we go back to when we first met, I explained that this village is in crisis. And it's the Facebook page that has brought that to, to my attention. It really is a. Please a say village revel- in crisis again. No, no, but they, <laughs> they really are revealing the, 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 the hurt that's within them. Hmm. I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong, but like, sort your fucking lives out, everyone. Well, Danny Drone responds to Hannah Helicopter, um, and he says, a lot of opinion, but no regard for the laws that, that are there to protect us all. Bet you'd be the first to call on the law if the drone had hit your child and taken an eye out. <laughs> it always goes to like, and a kid got hurt. Yeah. Uh, he goes on, as it happens, I have a hobby, drone flying, like it, with within the fully insured, within the fully insured safely and within the law. People who disregard the legal protections put in place for us all are ruining what is a great hobby. But I guess I am too old and bitter, as you say. Give the kids their way and none of us will be able to fly pretty soon. Well done, spoilers. We're in a good hobby for many so your kids can have 10 minutes of unsupervised illegal mayhem illegal mayhem god the, the descriptions of of this just child that was like mommy look at the drone we're having such a wonderful day mommy and then everyone's like illegal mayhem airborne Absolute menace aerial, yeah, aerial destruction <laughs> Um, Hannah responds. Um, but but they, I, they do make a good point, though. There is, there is, I suppose, a good point in that. Like, the the drone technology boomed, right? Mm. Suddenly, like the 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 availability of drones became so rife that um, people were flying it above airports and stuff like that. And and so, understandably, I will say this: understandably, there has to be rules in place. But yes, to to assume that everyone knows all the rules, it's like like, do you know all the rules of the UK? Like, Neil, no. do you know all the rules of the UK, the laws? No, yeah, right? No, of course I don't. Right, so, like, it's it's feasible that people make mistakes along the way. Stop mm. being fucking cunts to each other. Yeah. Oh, damn you. Um, now I'm revealing my pain. <laughs> and a helicopter responds to Danny. She says, I've just gone through the full instructions and no laws lined out in them. I'm guessing ah. for a 1999 reduced down from £50 drone, no laws are required. Unlike the police one that disrupted hundreds of flights over Gatwick at Christmas. Maybe you can take your concern elsewhere to where it's needed. Mike, drop. That's a Boom. fair thing. If it's not, if, if the law's not written in this, in the manual or whatever, it could even be written on the box, you know, like, mm. be careful, don't fly this between 7 and 9pm over airports or whatever. Well, Danny Drone isn't having that. Of He's picked he up the mic to respond. It's like a what they called a roast battle. Yeah. Um, so he says, Hannah, check again. 
the law covers all drones. 50 metres from any person, 150 metres from any built up area or building. There is nowhere in your estate that meets those criteria. But hey, yet again, you will almost certainly be right by the volume of your voice rather than fact. Also, being the expert in the field as proven by your total control and supervision of the drone. Ouch. Mm. I can also hear him saying it like this, like a sort of drone. So maybe mm. the joke, the joke would be that he himself should be banned. Yes, he should not be 50 meters within 50 meters of a person yeah. or 150 meters from any built up area or building. Uh. Crikey. Oh, right. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I was just having a little stretch. Yeah. Well, Hannah Helicopter responds. Um, she, like you, is a little bored. Um, she says, you are boring me now, Danny. Please leave my post and take your miserable self elsewhere. Like, these people wouldn't behave like that if they were in a room together. No. You know, they would actually, like, he would probably help her. He'd be like, oh, like, just so you know, like, it's illegal. Like, he'd probably say it like that. Yeah. You know? Hey, just so you know, like, it's actually illegal. But, you know, like, there's a club that you could go. Like, yeah. that's how people behave. So that's why I don't understand why on the Internet they become fucking assholes. Well, it's not like in a car, isn't it? You, you gesticulate and swear at people in other cars that you wouldn't do in the street, would you? Someone but, but just it, cut it, you it, up in the street. Wouldn't go, you fucking wanker and start yeah, making yeah. a loud honking noise behind him. <laughs> and and what's what's great about that is that it's it's so it's a it's a part of you that's hurt generally that flares up. Mm. So therefore, your responsibility to go. Oh, that's flaring up. Maybe I should find some healing things to do. I don't want to sound what? like a fucking shaman, but like, get your shit together, everyone. You're going to be full shaman or shaman. I've heard I'd, both. I'd say shaman, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be full shaman after you've been out to the desert with a Navajo. Oh, mate, I'm really looking forward to it. Apparently, there's like, I'm going, I'm going to do like a spiritual walk through like Death Valley or something. I can't remember. It's going to be interesting. Mm. Let's hope Death Valley doesn't live up to its name. Or is it Death D E A F Valley? And you I come back. I can't hear you. What? <laughs> come back hard of hearing. Um, yeah, we shall see what, what is on the horizon for this trip. But anyway, so what's happening with Hannah? Well, Danny Drone responds to, sure. of course he does. Facts usually are boring, and I'm and That's I am true. delighted. No, no, I thought that as well. Facts are interesting. Yeah, I like. Uh, there was a politician, I can't remember which dickhead it was, but there was some politician over here during COVID that said everyone's getting a bit bored of experts. And I thought at the moment, experts are exactly what I'm interested in. Yeah, also, like, just when 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 someone tarnishes everyone with a brush, everyone's getting bored with experts. No, you're probably getting bored with experts and you're getting the wrong kind of experts, dick. Yeah. Honestly, um, that game would be a great new addition in my life. What? So, uh, what would be a great new addition? Uh, guillotine, mate. Oh, the guillotine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Danny Drones in it, isn't he? Oh, he's in. 
Anyway, so facts usually are boring, and I'm delighted to vacate your fantasy world forthwith. Can't wait to see what you get them for the 12th, uh, by then 12-year-old next year. I will resist the temptation to guess. Bye. Cool. He sounds really cool. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he can be on your friends list. You could go, you could <laughs> all go. Maybe that's exactly what he needs. Maybe, you know, maybe have you thought about that? If you're if you're such a hero, Neil, why don't you invite all the cunts in your village to mm. have a nice pint with each other and actually and then they go, all right, we go around the table and we say nice things to each other. Like, you could host that. You could host that, Neil. Oh, well, so do something positive. Yeah, I mean, yes. No, that's not me. No? No. I believe no. in you. No, I just don't want to do it. Not going to do it. Not down with therapy. Look after yourself. I'm not here to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hannah helicopter responds. Um, she says, well, Danny, it'll be something delightful, which I dare say you will find something to moan about. She could have left it there. He said she, bye. Yeah. Um, She's inviting him back in. I bet you he responded. He says, <laughs> she, he says, sorry, Hannah, didn't see that as I've already vacated Fantasyland. Wait, wait, wait. So, <laughs> so he's, rep- he's, so he has replied. Yeah. And he said, sorry, I didn't see that comment. Yeah. Oh, I, I hate him. Uh, Nick Nice comes in. <laughs> yes. Come on, Nick. We Hope someone finds it. Commenting and liking, hoping more people see this. They're so easy to lose and it's not nice. That, I mean, that. You know, why can't just the people just be like, yeah, oh, mate, well, if we see the drone, we'll help you out. Cheers. Yeah. Love you. Bye. <laughs> um, and hello, I, bought really, I bought a really cheap drone when I was a couple of years ago. I was in Idaho on a farm right. and uh, I flew it up and I think I lost it in 15 minutes. I think you've told us this story. Have I? Yeah. Where? Yeah. In Why another pod. I... I'm sure I've heard about your drone before. Oh, all right. Sorry. We'll cut that <laughs> out then. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> Why don't you tell us next week if you can fit us in? You're not too... <laughs> you're not too high on mushroom and uh, What buffalo kind of road milk. trip do you think this is going to be? <laughs> um... And a helicopter responds and says, thank you, Nick. My daughter is so upset and comments like the first comment is not needed and not useful. I expect the police have more pressing matters than a lost drone in the village. A lost drone in the village. Mm. Um, well, so Nick, far, no one's helped. Well, Nick Nice says, my first little quadcopter flew off across about five gardens before I lost sight of it. Just a little extra height and the wind was so much more. And then it was no longer under control and I never found it. But I wasn't a kid on Christmas losing my main gift. I too am pretty unimpressed with the lack of understanding here. I imagine we're talking about a small harmless quadcopter here, not a £5,000 aircraft disrupting uh, aircraft disrupting two kilogram thing. And yet people, what the actual hell? What is wrong with people? And he's put wrong in capitals. So Nick Nice is, he's losing his rag a bit here. Yeah, so Nick Nice is maybe a, a a pseudonym to hide that actually it's Nick Naughty. Yeah, he's maybe, maybe he's Nick Naughty, right? Nick Naughty. No, no, Nick Naughty. 
Nick Nolte. All right, we're not the wire. <laughs> um, Hannah Helicopter says, that's right, it was a quadcopter. You always get one that has nothing better to do. I put this post up in the hope to find it, not for the keyboard warriors declaring the law to me. Thank you for your understanding. Oh, God, she's repeating herself. Well, in, in repeating herself, guess who she's flushed out? Oh, uh, Johnny Jokes. Danny, Danny Drone. Oh, he's back. He's back. Can't let it go. Guess abiding by the law of the land is pretty boring. Much better to encourage an 11-year-old to totally disregard it and put society as a whole at risk. 11-year-old kills <laughs> the entire village. The laws in respect of drones apply to us all, not just those who choose to abide by them. However, I'm sure you have the appropriate insurance should the drone maim or injure anyone whilst out of your 11-year-old's control. Let me guess. Uh, he is without sin. Mm. This is why. This is why he is able to cast all these stones. Yeah. Huh? Do you think? What's it? Is it called flagellate? You know that when Catholics beat themselves with things. When they what? When is it Catholicism? A branch of Catholicism where they beat themselves with something. I think it's called flagellate. Something like oh, that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you think he does that? Uh, what as a as a way to I don't control know himself? The... Yeah, I, let, let me let me Google. So what? Why do they flagellate themselves? I think it's if they ever have an urge or an urge to sin. Uh, um, flog, they flog someone either as a religious discipline or for sexual gratification. Uh, mm, oh. That's an interesting twist on it. Cheeky, <laughs> Cheeky Catholics. <laughs> to drive or punish as if by whipping. <clears throat> but what is the reason for punishing? What, what's, what does Google say? Well, I don't know. I, it would be, uh, this would be like a essay level type of research. I can't just be like doing it in one sentence. Well, just put in, um, why do Catholics flagellate? Okay, I'll do that now. Live yeah. man researchers. I don't know if it's just Catholics, you know. Isn't it? Uh, okay. Self-flagellation is practiced in the context of the doctrine of the mortification of the flesh and is seen as a spiritual discipline. It is often as a form of penance and is intended to allow the flagellant to share his sufferings of Jesus, bringing his or her focus to God. I mean, it makes sense that a spiritual being uh hurts their bodies i mean i did it i like it after the amnesia times i would burn my flesh which was a weird uh time but i did that mm, that's um, a fairly odd thing to do well yes and no like because i speak about it relatively openly i, I, mean, I haven't I, I barely do it but it's just come mm. up but i don't have any like shame or anything like that and and people will often go like oh you shouldn't do that but you're the one that just banged on about, you know, downing loads of Jaeger bombs, right? Everyone mm, has do that. Own, everyone has their own ways of, like, like let's say, hurting their body. Mm. And and when I was doing it, so it potentially is a form of flagellation. Um, it was because my mind is so out there in terms of like exploring the metaphysical world 
And yet my body is animal. It's primal, right? My, my animal, my machine, if you like, is these millions of years of DNA. Like I'm just an animal, but my mm. mind is somehow able to comprehend past, present and future and consciousness and, and all of that sort of mind expanding universe. And so to create a bridge between the two, I would cause myself pain so that the two would sort of like come together. That's what I was telling myself anyway, whether that's actually true or not is a different story, but um, there right. you go. Yeah. There we go. Here's a little, little truth nugget. Yeah, a little insight into the... What I'm saying um, is like, no, I don't think he has enough awareness that he can, instead of unleashing his hate on others, he can maybe do it on himself. Not that he should do it on himself either, but... Uh, yeah, well, so for, if there was any confusion out there for the listeners that have listened this far to our podcast, uh, confirmation there that Eric is a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Anna says to him, thanks again for your useful input. I'm guessing there should be laws on flyaway kites as they could do just as much damage as a paperweight quadcopter. Yeah, what is the law on kites? <laughs> That's a good, that is a good question. Look that up. While, while you do, I'll tell you what um, he responds with. He says, well, I guess you also think drink driving laws are for everyone but you. By the way, kites weigh nothing and don't have spinning propellers that can take an eye out. Guess you know better. Would seem so, as you obviously have total control of your missing drone. He said that before, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, also... Flying a kite under Section 54 of the Metropolitan Police Act 1839 is actually mm. illegal. <laughs> so, so flying a kite is actually illegal. That can't be the case now. Yeah, it is. This is what I mean by, like, if you're a spiritual being, right, mm. if you, like, believe that you are the universe and that maybe God is law, then fuck your human laws. Like, they're maybe meant to be broken. Mm. Like, a kite. You should be able to fly a kite, mate. Oh, well, it's illegal. Well, look at me. I'm a bad boy. So I'm actually on Hannah Helicopter's side. That maybe yeah. just because it, just because it is the law, because a man said so. Like, what was the law in 1950s? That it was wrong to be gay and then Alan Turing fucking offed himself. Yeah. We had one of the greatest minds off himself because people were like, being gay is illegal. So fuck your stupid rules. How about that? Mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. And Justin Fashioni. You know what? I'm going to fly two kites from a drone. I'm going to attach kites to a drone, fly up in the air outside of what's his name? What's that? Band Danny name? Drone. Danny Drone. Right. Just outside of his window. Are you going to put a bag of shit on it and drop it on his house? No, that's 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 hey, come on. Have some decorum. Oh, I'm sorry. I've overstepped the mark. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, break the law. That's why I say all of you break it. And also, uh, I love that he went. This is a classic. I'm losing an argument, so I'm going to bring Hitler into the conversation. Um, right. You know the what's it called? Ad Hitlero nauseum or something like. You know when someone loses an argument, they go, "Well, if Hitler did that, dot dot dot." And uh, I don't know that argument, but if someone 
argued with me like that, I'd think they were a knob. So he he did it. He he went from like an eleven year old playing with a kite to oh well drink driving. Should we make drink driving legal now? It's like no, yeah. they're two separate things. You piece of shit. Well, she says, all said and done, I'll hand myself in for the irre- for being the irresponsible parent I am for buying my kids a quadcopter for Christmas that got lost. Along with the other one, I bought my 15-year-old son so the police can see what a danger, society I, a danger to society I am. No more needs to be said. Have a lovely day now. Yeah. A nice little argument among village friends. Mm. Oh, here's Danny Drone. Thank goodness they lost them before any damage was done. Interesting to note that the law of the land doesn't apply in your estate, or are you just bringing up your kids to disregard it? Does your disregard to the law stretch to drink driving, murder, robbery, fraud, GBH, all laws not applicable to you? Oh, oh, I'm, oh Neil, I'm getting a vision. I'm getting a vision, Neil. Yeah. I, 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 I predict that he's single. <laughs> <laughs> I predict that he doesn't have much love in his life. Do you think he's one of those um, incel, involuntary celibate people that are what does that very mean, odd? Though? I think, well, that's it's like a collection of losers that um, can't get laid. Oh, I think that's me then. I think maybe I'm an incel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, involuntary uh, self-identifying members of an online subculture based around the inability to find a romantic or sexual partner despite desiring one. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, who voluntarily joins that group? I don't know, but... Um, Do you get a membership card, like your Dennis <laughs> and Menace and Nasha card you got if you subscribe to the Beano as a kid? But at some point, I suppose, like... After a while, if you've not had sex for a while, you're like, oh, shit, am I incel now? Um, maybe I'm that. Mm. Eric's a weirdo incel. Uh, this has been an enlightening podcast. Um, Hannah says, I don't drink or drive, you miserable old man. My kids are doing just fine. Now crawl back from where you came. Respect his aunt. Don't know. Well, I should put that on the end there. Uh... She doesn't have a respect for him. He's not earned no. it, I'm assuming. But And then there's quite a... Yeah, go on, sorry. No, 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 that's not important. Oh. Well, there's quite a few more comments then, blah, blah, blah. And then Hannah, Hannah starts the thread again and says, so happy to have found the missing dangerous drone. Woo! And she's got a photograph of it. Yeah. And she says, as you can see, it's a serious danger to society. My daughter will be so happy and I'm sure we'll have hours of fun. Thank you to the lovely lady that told me where it was. And thank you to the lovely lady that took it in. Yeah, that's nice. A nice story. I mean, what would be very funny is if the next day, young girl of 11 kills man with drone. (laughs) And he was Um, right all along. And she goes on to say, just to get a little bit of, perspective i think she means perspective but as i can see it looks very scary to some people here we have an empty phone case weighing in at 73 grams so she got that on the scales next we have a quadcopter weighing in at 59 grams 
So an empty phone case weighs in at 14k heavier than this deadly object. Wait, sorry, so that's, that's how small the drone is. Yeah, 59 grams. Bloody hell, it's nothing. He says, sorry, I'm just sick and tired of of stupid. Um, I'm just sick and tired of stupid people. So I thought I would prove that it is as light as a feather. Which I, which made me laugh because she has not proved it's as light as a feather. She has proved it's 14 grams lighter than a phone case. Yeah, uh, I think she meant that as a... The phrase, what's the phrase? Mm. What's that paraphrase? No, what's the what's, what's light as a feather? It's a simile. It's a simile. Uh, how, how, actually, you know, it depends how much of, you know, what kind of feather. There are some heavy feathers out there. But Eric, what weighs more, a ton of bricks or a ton of feathers? <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> uh, and this goes Obviously on and on, this drone. Um, big pardon? <laughs> it's obviously a ton of feathers mate it's a f- it's feathers isn't it <laughs> um yeah this drones on and on this thread um i can't be bothered to carry on reading it because it is just more Done. of the same they, from they found from it, danny yeah. drone well there we go uh i invite uh i invite listeners to highlight my behavior if if I am if I should be put in check, let it be known. But of course, you're only hearing of Eric the performer mm. on the podcast. Is this not just a, a performance? Perhaps I am um, malice. I am full of vengeance in my real life. Or maybe I'm just like a hippie man. You don't know anything about me, man. That's the thing. Is this no, your fucking no. audition tape or something? Are you sending this off somewhere? <laughs> I'm just being myself, Neil. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be gone next week and you'll have your best friend. You'll be back. We'll see. You'll we'll be see back. Maybe, maybe you and your best friend can like make really good podcasts together. <laughs> and you can just like walk in the park together and just maybe do one that's like in the park and you can fly a kite together. You and your best friend can do a podcast now. Well, maybe you and your incel friends could do one about not being able to get laid. Yeah, and, you know, we'll be in competition with one another. (laughs) Uh, What would you call it? Eric can't get laid. Uh... (laughs) Eric can get laid. (laughs) He can! (laughs) Um... (laughs) I don't know. I'll think of a good name. Well, I just have. No, I don't think it's a good name. Okay. It's a mean name. Uh, no, but seriously, I uh, I wish you all the luck, mate. Yeah, I really do. I wish you all the luck with your new best friend. Wow. But bearing in mind, listeners, <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee Eric will be on next week. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, he's clearly very upset by this. No, no, it's great, mate. It's great that you, you're inviting. It's like, it's like, it's like a, a husband and wife and the husband has just gone, hey, just so you know, I'm bringing a new partner for our romantic adventures. And he's like, oh, okay. 
Well, funnily enough, um, when I mentioned it to my mate about getting involved, he used a good analogy. Um, oh, he, he said, used a better analogy, did he? Well, oh, a similar, he, very similar. Best friend are going to have a great time together. A very similar analogy. Um, he said uh, something about, hold on, this is going well, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, text? basically, fun. You going through your text? Yeah. Can't you just paraphrase? Oh, Use your okay. imagination. Yeah. Honestly, like I've said, I had a heavy day yesterday. I'm struggling. Today. It doesn't seem like it. You're doing great, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, he said it was like being in a couple, but then it turns out to be a threesome that he wasn't intending to be in. Ah, but I said we, it first because I yeah. said it. On well, the you podcast, said it. You so. said it on the podcast first, didn't you? Yeah. So that's what counts. Yeah. Because I have no proof that he actually said that. No. You, and you I can't. Made it I can't find the message. Up. Yeah. Exactly. You could have made. I could have made the whole thing up. You oh, might not you be don't... here. Oh no. Put that in your existential mind. You might yeah, not even they, be here. <laughs> yeah, this podcast could actually be done by one person. Neil and Eric is actually the same actor. That's well, why we Eric, speak over each other. No, we never do. <laughs> never, never. Um, I would like to wish you the best of luck on your, your road trip. And yes, you're welcome um, for me reigniting your stalling career. And honestly, uh, it's fine. Um I, I am I am incredibly grateful for this. Here podcast. we go. It's yes. been so nice to do it. I honestly I've loved it. Every week hanging out with like this little twerp from a village and then like just hanging out. It's been really nice. Mm. Well, Eric, I'm sure I'll hear from you in the week about your little trip. Um but until then, listeners, <laughs> please uh, get in touch uh, with us on the social media channels, so at Village in Crisis and village underscore in underscore crisis on Instagram and email us at villageincrisis at gmail.com with the shit that's going down in your village. We do want to know about it. We do want to hear about it. And I want to pass comment on it. Eric may or may not pass comment on it, but one way or the other, I will be passing comment on it and it would be funnier than what Eric would have said anyway. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis. <laughs> <laughs>